Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Raines, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're going to hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. Welcome, everybody. We are so happy that you're joining us today on the Masterpiece Women podcast. Melinda Pollard's with us today. Welcome, Melinda. Hello. Hello, Tina. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited that you're with us. I just love you, girl. I just love, love, love having you be a part of our movement. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Melinda, today, I would love for you to first just share with the ladies, what is it that you do? Some women have this misconception that to be part of Masterpiece Women, you have to be the CEO of a company or this or that (laughs) or the other. Like there's all these false... Tell us what you do and what your passions are. Sure. I could start with telling you what I don't do. (laughs) That's even better. (laughs) Of course, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. Those two above all else. Obviously, I'm a child of God. This probably is above all else. Um, And then after that, I I work in the community. But my day job is I'm the business development director for Friedman Elder Law Department uh, for Heidi Friedman, a board certified elder law attorney. And I've been in the healthcare post-acute space for about the past 10 years. Um, And prior to that, I was in the nonprofit world. And prior to that, I was in the business world and uh, real estate and mortgage lending. So I've kind of stopped off everywhere. And even during that time was a Mary Kay independent beauty consultant for 14 years. So uh, my life has been connecting with people. And that's still what I do today. So in relationship to that, what would you say when it comes to personal growth and really, you know, connecting with people, how does that, how does that impact your life, your personal growth and really, you know, connecting the dots of Melinda growing and helping others grow and building business? Like how do those dots intersect for you? Very much on top of one another. The irony is I just had lunch with a, a sister today um, talking about these same concepts. So it was kind of the share, as the Jewish people say, that we're even having this discussion today. And it was about how do you grow personally and professionally? And it really boils down to one thing, and that is seeing others as more important than yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, many times when we're doing business, when we're thinking about self-development and growth, a lot of it becomes very eye-focused. And what can I get out of it? How do I grow? How do I, how do I? But when you start turning that lens around, and you look, how, how can I help other people? Um, how can I seed into someone else's life? How can I become something of value to someone else? And really seeing others as more important than yourself. It is such um, a, a ground level principle that has grown me so much because I believe that I'm going to die one day. I think we all know that. <laughs> we all are going Especially, to. Hopefully not so soon, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Lord willing, I have long life and I honor my father and mother for long life, all that good stuff. And uh, so I definitely do not want to speak that on myself, Um, (laughs) but I do want to have a purposeful life while I'm here. And my purpose is to please God above all else. And I can only do that if I'm loving on other people. So professionally and personally, or personally and professionally, whichever way you want to direction, you want to put that in order, you want to put that in, it all starts there. 
So even when I'm talking about business and um, whether it be my day job or what my husband and I are doing inside of our investment world or whether or not it's, you know, volunteering for a nonprofit agency or whatever other venture I'm doing at the time, I turn my lens onto others and how I can serve others and seeing them as more important than myself. And it's not magic, but it kind of seems like it. Everything else just kind of falls in place for you. So that would be my uh, war cry to everyone else out there who's seeking to be the best version of themselves. And it really is to seek to help others be the best version of themselves, give of yourself and everything else will fall into place. Oh, I love that. I love that. So many people ask me as I built a business and, well, how did you do the sales? You know, because we had a lot of offices around the country, had a lot of exclusive contracts. And I was sharing with someone last night, it was all about relationship. At the end of the day, you invest in others and it comes back and it, it benefits you, but you don't do it selfishly. And I think oftentimes think about what you're in, in sales, especially it's can be very difficult to go, Oh, I'm really under my quota or, Oh, these are my goals. I haven't met them. What do I need to do to get there for me? Right. But if we'll reverse that and say, what will, what can I do for others that can benefit them? Ultimately, mm-hmm. then it's going to benefit me, but it's putting them first. And yeah, I'm, cer- I'm sure you saw that in Mary Kay, right? Oh my and- goodness. Yeah. It, it's one of those divine principles that you cannot get away from. Um, and because my banking and Mary Kay world kind of were simultaneously, everything in life I needed to learn. I always say I learned from the Bible, Star Trek and Bank of America and Mary Kay kind of on the end. And it's true. It's true because that was, those were the philosophies and principles that were seeded into me. Even at Bank of America, one of the ways that I was always in the top 10%, uh, especially when I was a personal banker, which is very much a heavy, heavy sales culture, is I started recognizing that service equals sales. And sure enough, as long as I'm constantly thinking, how can I help somebody learn how to reconcile their their checkbook, right? Or checkbook, that's that's dating me at this point. Or, right? (laughs) Or how can I educate someone on, making their credit work from them, for them with their home equity line of credit, or even investing into buying a home. All of those principles were, how do I help someone else? Everything else comes to you. So like you said, with sales, so if you take off that lens of trying to figure out how you can meet your quota and think, how can I meet the quota of helping people? Everything else will fall in place. Absolutely. And how did you teach yourself? Because I think one of the key components of building business and so many people, especially if they go into a multi-level marketing business, or even they're starting their own business from scratch, they Mm -hmm. hate to reach out to others because they feel like they're bothering them. How did you change that mindset to I'm helping other people? How did, like, what, was there something specific that you did that really helped you change that mindset into seeing how you could add value and how you're benefiting them? It was a, because hmm, I don't want to make make it seem like the process was, well, then I just became holier than thou. It wasn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was definitely a process. I do not want to ever take away from, um, you know, Holy Spirit that works in me. So as a believer, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. So that has been the number one piece Amen. of me learning those things. Obviously, when we're talking about in this world, not everybody is a follower of Christ. However, these divine principles really are 
they don't return void. Um, and so the number one way of me from a fleshly standpoint, learning those things was immersing myself into training from others. Um, and so whether it be Think and Grow Rich with Napoleon Hill or Dale Carnegie series training, things like that have been paramount to me understanding the value of connecting with others. It's that relationship we're talking about, those authentic relationships are grown out of this training that you really cannot do on your own. Because I think some of us do wake up and go, you know what, I'm going to start serving others. And that's great. But there is a certain amount of training that you need to have to even understand how that works, because it can kind of be a little algebraic equation, even when you're talking about how are you seeding into someone else's life and how it ultimately impacts you as well, too. So that would be the number one thing over the leading of the Holy Spirit would be the training that I received and being open to that training um, that's allowed me to see others as more important than myself. I love that. And you know what? It's funny you say, talk about Napoleon Hill because part of our new um, membership program, which I'm super excited about, one of the programs that I taught last fall that the women just were, this was the most impactful ever was a Napoleon Hill program, but it had the biblical application attached to it. So I taught it with not just the um, course itself, but we added the biblical application to it. And it was just so powerful. It was powerful for me to go back through. Mm-hmm. I had done it when I first started my business years and years ago in the healthcare staffing industry. And I remember it being such a pivotal thing because it completely changed my mindset. And when you add the word of God to the um, Napoleon Hill's book and mm-hmm. you add the truth to that, it is yeah. so powerful. It is such mm-hmm. a great way to launch your mindset to be able to accomplish the goals that you want. And even the, yeah. I just recently put on my YouTube page on changing your thoughts. And I spoke at our retreat about it. And really it goes back to the habit. And you remember that um, auto suggestion that he talks about, right. talks yeah. about writing it down, saying it every day. Now he said yeah. back in the day, 21 days. Now Carolyn Leaf talks about, she's a neuroscientist says, no, it actually uh-huh. takes three cycles of 21 days. So if you can put, <laughs> you can put the truth down, you can put your goals down yeah. for three cycles of 21 days, every single day, that yeah. is what it takes to change those habits. And a lot of our personal growth is habitual. Treating others a certain mm-hmm. way is habitual yeah, because I, sometimes we do things in a ha- well, 90% is what the statistic is that we do things out of pure habit. Right. And so when we talk about personal growth, we have to be very intentional. How am I going to grow today? How am I going to serve others today? So when you talk about from a practical perspective, the overall arching um, indicators you talked about are phenomenal. Like, what do you do when you get up in the morning? Like, what is your routine on a daily basis that really helps you to grow, number one? And I'd also like you to share what are some of the obstacles you have? And how do you overcome those? Because we all have them. We all have those obstacles that we deal with on Mm -hmm. a daily basis. Yeah. So every morning, like clockwork, and I don't even want to say clockwork, because I don't want it to be, um, you know, a a checking off the box, but like you said, an actual um, heart, a heart response to opening up your eyes. And that is, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Having that heart of gratitude is so important. So all these little different layers, right? Serving others, having a heart of gratitude. That's one of those layers um, that really speaks to me every morning that changes my mindset 
so that this heart of gratitude is seeking to be a blessing to be a blessing to others because I have received blessing. Um, and then I do, I open up my word. I'm trying obviously to make sure that that's always consistent. And I am human. It does happen where I wake up and go, oh, I was supposed to be at this event at 7.30 in the morning. So no, no reading happened that morning. <laughs> um, but that is what I, that's my, my normal daily routine. Um, I'm getting back actually to a routine that I've been doing for a year that for some reason over the last three months um, has changed. And, and, our, and life is so cyclical. And I think we should be gracious toward ourselves and forgive ourselves as well if we don't you know, hit everything on the dime every single day, um, but getting up in the morning and going to the beach for the sunrise and not taking for granted that we are so close to such a peaceful experience every single morning that really truly can change your mindset for the day. Uh, when it comes to what do I do when I'm not on my game, which is every day, <laughs> is that that auto suggestion you were talking about, where I am saying those things that don't look like they're true as if they are. Um, so I have, it's actually a confession. My cousin, Rhonda Bell Holmes, she actually wrote a book um, that's on, uh, it's called, can't remember what it's called now, sorry guys. Um, that's daily, you can search uh, Amazon, Rhonda Bell Holmes, but inside of it, it's confessions that are based on the word of God. And so there's one in particular that has guided me and my children throughout life, because I was a single mom for 10 years and been remarried now for three. Um, and that is remem remembering that it's not me that it's the favor of God. So it's the favor of God surrounds me. The favor of God goes before me, arranging divine appointments, affiliations, friendships, circumstances, situations, and everything else necessary for me to complete my assignment with excellence. The favor of God works for me, changing rules and regulations, policies and laws of need be on my behalf. The favor of God works through me, creating heaven on earth everywhere I go. Every day, in every way, I am growing more prosperous, successful, and victorious, and I am made for peace, health, and plenty, and I'm experiencing them at ever-increasing degrees in my life daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love that. That one needs to be my new motto. You need to email me that, girl. That is I awesome. <laughs> that is wonderful. Yes. And we'll have to, we'll tag her book definitely yes. on our The word diet. Post. The word diet. The word yes. diet. I love that. The word that. diet. Yes. I love yes. that. When we were at the retreat, that's what we talked about. It was interesting because out of our entire group, we had these amazing women, leaders of ministries, leaders mm. of um, husbands were pastors. So they're leading churches, business leaders. All the women in the room were strong leaders, maybe two or three. I mean, every one of them was a strong leader in their own way, but all, most of them were actually leading organizations. So it was interesting how those were the women that God had in the room that day. Right. And they've yeah. been seasoned Christians for years and years and years. And when we walked through the lies that the enemy gives us mm -hmm. and really replacing them with truth. The mm -hmm. thing we landed on most of the, t I'd say 99%, I'm not good enough or I'm not seen. Mm -hmm. And yet, and these are women that know who they are. And so it just reignited my passion of why masterpiece women is so imperative for women because it's all based on Ephesians 2.10, right? We are a masterpiece mm -hmm. renewed in Christ to do the work that he planned for us so long ago. He planned it, right? And so when we mm -hmm. face ourselves and we look at ourselves in the mirror and we tell ourselves those truths, just like that was so beautiful. Like you can't get any better than that. That was perfect. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you're planted and you're seated in, you're rooted in that truth. 
that's yeah. key. And then when the enemy comes throughout the day, you've got that truth right away that you can meet. Nope. This is what the word says. Nope. This is yep. what the word says. Nope. This is what the word says, but yeah. it is a pattern that you have to learn. And, um, for me, it took years and years because of my childhood to really mm -hmm. know that I was his masterpiece and loved so intimately by him. And so that's our heartbeat is that we would mm -hmm. all, and, um, I also believe it was a perfect picture of none of us have arrived. Just like you said, there's not nope. one of us that are there yet, girl, we all have nope. our struggles. And that's why yeah. even doing these podcasts, you know, we're newer to them. We're, we're not those seasoned podcasters have been doing them for eons and eons, but we believe with everything is if we can do it, we're a perfect example to every other woman in the world that whatever they dream of doing, whatever their heartbeat is, whatever God's yeah. purpose and plan for your life is, you can right. do it and utilize yeah. the tools that God gives us. And today I was in Proverbs too. And I just kept look, looking at it and all about the wisdom, the wisdom with the wisdom. And I tell everyone, if you don't know what you know, um, God wants for your life, or you need some wisdom, just go to Proverbs. Like that's like yeah. the best, <laughs> like the best business book in the whole wide world. Just go to yeah, Proverbs. Yeah. There's so much wisdom in there. Yeah. So, um, so talk to us a little bit, um, having talked about, you know, those obstacles and things that get in our way. Um, how does authenticity play? Because that's another key pillar to Masterpiece Women. How does authenticity play a role in your life and your personal growth and your business building and your, you know, in all the different areas of your life? How do you see it play a role? It, it keeps everything simple. Um, when everything is authentic and genuine, you don't have to worry about what is and what isn't because you already know. Um, so that is true inside of the way I respond to things, same you know, it says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? And never changing, always the same. And so we're, we're human, right? Sometimes we shift and, and stuff, but I try to make sure that no matter what space I'm in, whether it's professional or personal, you get the same chick. It's me. Then you're <laughs> literally getting what, <laughs> you're getting what my children have gotten. You know, I remember growing up and my grandmother, would answer the phone like she could be hollering and going off on people she answered like hello <laughs> <laughs> and you guys I wish I could be more like that sometimes not me I'm like <laughs> so I try to ensure that no matter what even when I'm dealing I'm sorry everything is magnetic happening over here sorry uh, but even when I'm dealing with my children to keep a very sane response in my heart to everything to me that is authenticity that it doesn't have a need to switch up because of who you're in front of. And I attract and I like to be around the people that are the same way. I call them my like-minded group of people. And they may not even know each other, but when they get together, you'll know that it's because we're all, we're all friends, not because they're all my friends, but because all of my friends, we have very like-minded thinking. And to me, that is authenticity. Um, and that way you never have to question or guess what's happening or, ooh, do they feel this way? Because we communicate with one another. We are constantly thinking of ways to love on one another. And if there's something offensive, we're not afraid to say, hey, you know, I didn't understand this and let's go to coffee. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, that has been authenticity. And so I want to respond authentically. I want the people around me to respond. And we also want to recognize that everybody's not there yet. My mom always say, well, you know, God just hasn't given them that revelation yet. 
That's a great way to put it. <laughs> exactly. So authenticity also includes being patient and loving towards those who may not necessarily be that. God hadn't given them that revelation yet. But because you understand, now you can be that one that like helps and guides them, is patient with them um, inside of that space too. So that's what authenticity has meant to me. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit about what you've seen in the Masterpiece Women luncheons and events in regards to authenticity. What has been your experience? Well, as, as, uh, as Tina Raines would say, <laughs> it's my heartbeat. <laughs> I told you, I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says my heartbeat is. Yeah. <laughs> but truly, heartbeat. You, your heartbeat. But you can feel that inside of everything that you do. Everything that Masterpiece Women is constantly growing to be is this, this true desire to connect each and each one of us, regardless of what our background is, regardless of what we do. Like you said, it's not just about being a businesswoman. There's women that are leading their houses. We talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. I mean, she's the businesswoman, right? Yeah. Um, making decisions for her household and, and making sure her children and her husband are taken care of and honored. Um, so that is the masterpiece women um, guiding principle that I have found so attractive that it connects everybody and it's not just for believers and it really is uh on top of that heart of the heart of god is to touch all people and so um that is what i have loved and experienced so far being a part of masterpiece women since the start in january 2020 nice well i appreciate that that is that is our heartbeat that is our desire and i think um over the last couple of weeks god is just over and over and over reconfirmed it and reconfirmed it and reconfirmed it. And so I'm super excited to just watch what he does throughout this next year. And we're, um, we are launching our new membership site. We're launching these podcasts and we're having a retreat in the fall. And um, I just really believe that God's going to do something supernatural, not just in our community, but internationally. The beautiful thing about podcasts and the beautiful thing about being online is that we're able to affect many, many more women and we can build community um, with women from anywhere in the world going into our masterpiece, a membership site, because we're, we're in a forum. And so it can be intimate little groups and actually hold each other accountable. So tell me about the friends that you have created and how the networking has actually benefited your, um, your different businesses, yours, theirs. I, I've seen you do a lot of connecting that way. Yeah, yeah. So from the very first one, actually, I met uh, Heather Holmes, uh, who's SoFlo Unlimited. I know she was in the in the very first Masterpiece Women um, uh, luncheon, and so that was an automatic connection for you know promotional items and just really good friendship. Uh, and then Gay Herrero uh, with Just Body Products. Oh, I have. She's not only become a resource for wonderful gifts. There we go. We got a love the candle. Here you go, gay. I, I stock up, I stock up on uh, on the body butters for me and my husband. My husband uses them religiously. Um, I've also um, worked with her to do promo items for the company that I a company that I worked for, uh, where she actually put our branding on top of the body butter and these cute little things and they were uh, a smash with our professional oh, wow. referral partners and working with her to do some more. Um, and then Jessica, she and I have met for lunch. Elizabeth, she and I, Elizabeth Calderon and I have met for lunch. I've, I've made some really great connections with lady, even, even if it's just going to lunch or going to coffee 
um, on top of the actual like relationships that I built. Me and Gay, we talk often. And so I love what Masterpiece Women is doing for that intentional connection of women. Well, we love having you and um, we're very appreciative that you've stepped up. You um, are on our leadership team. You're helping us with all of our fun. um, What do they call icebreakers? Icebreakers, We have icebreakers every luncheon. And so um, Melinda is the one that's in charge. She's actually leading our table leaders. So ladies, if you're coming to the South Florida luncheons and you'd like to be a table leader, get with Melinda. She's awesome. So stay tuned for that first week of January looking to put something together for table leaders to not only come together to learn a little bit more about what does that look like to lead the table at the luncheon, but also to connect with those other women that have stepped up to the plate as well. Perfect. So what would you send us off with? What word of wisdom would you give us? Melinda? <sighs> be happy, be happy. Happiness is a choice. Um, and life is very hard. Uh, deaths are coming. Um, hardships are coming, but what you can be happy in, especially if you're a follower of Christ, you can be happy in Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him, you can always call me, connect with me. I'd love to talk to people about it. I used to be agnostic at another point in my life. So I talk from a space of actually knowing (laughs) it's not that. Yeah. So it's to be happy. So thank you ladies for being with us and stay tuned for our next episode of Masterpiece Women podcast, where you will learn Um, hopefully great tools from each one of our leaders in the community and around the world. And um, we'll come together to be the authentic masterpieces doing the work that God planned for us so long ago and doing it together in community. So we love you ladies and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you, Tina, for having me. Love you, girl.